You are listening to Namibia's best radio station. Namibia's best radio station for Monday Radio. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the content. Every Friday, only on Informante Radio. My name is Janice. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Shilago. Two of Trust Group's most dedicated and trusted employees. Give us top 40 cars. <laughs> um, this is the content. We're here bringing it to you raw, live, and a little bit funny. Welcome to our show, guys. How are you today, Shilago? I'm doing great. <laughs> I, belie- I believe you. I believe, I believe you. <laughs> you know, bills are paid. I can make it to work somehow. <laughs> so, <laughs> how You're are right. you? Uh, no, I'm alright. I'm alright. I love it. Mm-hmm. In the studio today, we have Sozi from the Slut Shame Namibian movement, as well as the big homie Waters, up and coming Namibian R&B artist. And they'll just talk to us about some stuff, man. Stay tuned. Sound for a new This is This is Informante Informante Radio Welcome back to the show So, uh, we're going to talk about a segment in our show Where we want to highlight our heroes and zeros of the week It's been a year, so It's in Namibia, so There's always some stuff Yeah Can the celebrities please leave the building? See, now you're not heroes no more <laughs> No one's ever gonna know that you saved the child from a movie But I, I, feel like, I feel like we should call out the, the police <laughs> For what they did to What's his name? <laughs> For what the guy from The Catch What did they do? Oh, bro, the guy just started his show His performance and then they're like Everybody please leave peacefully <laughs> But what time did they come shut it down? It was like early, it was early hours It wasn't even 10 minutes the videos that are circulating was not 10 o'clock yet. No. You're playing. Bruh. No, they must apologize. <laughs> it was hectic and then people even had to go home. I remember someone posted saying, uh, Bruh, it's not even curfew yet and I have to go home. <laughs> I can't and, try to do <laughs> And let me guess, they paid for entrance, right? Tickets. 200 bucks, bruh. Who? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy bucks. didn't even say pay. I am. Like the guy, <laughs> apparently he said, these first three th- first three words or first three lines in his performance and then the police just came to shut down <laughs> i need confirmation as to exactly what time the police was there and what time they chased the people home before i can make them the zero because that's that's I you got bigger fish zero. you got bigger look, fish to fry you got bigger fish to fry we're just trying to have some fun controlled point, fun I, uh, <laughs> and i'm point. sure the people had masks Ah yeah, bruh, no masks, just vibes. <laughs> vibes is a type of mask. No, guys, please bro. don't be going outside without masks. Jilam Jilamak it's swat for a minute, man. Yo guys. If you don't like the masks, get a buffer. Bruh. It looks cooler anyway. Mmm, Janice. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, look at this point, man. The police are not jam, it means. The police are I feel like the police are bored. Yeah. It's my opinion. Yeah, that's how. That's for me personally. That's my. That, I, I don't want to <laughs> say zero, but I'm a little upset. <laughs> well, okay, we'll say um zero point five. Yeah, let's put it there. Let's, zero point five. There's a percentage to that. Your hero, who's that? I don't know how to pronounce his name. 
Daniel Kaluya. 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 My homie that was trapped in the sunken place, which he should have won an Oscar for at that time. Already. Already is the hero of the week. Homeboy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in a movie none of us knew existed. Just like Pinocchio, but it's another story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure he deserves it because he was great. In Get Out, he was great. In um, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. He was phenomenal in, what's that movie? Queen and Slim. It's mm-hmm. a very progressive actor. I like the stuff. I like, I like the projects that he chooses. And it's surprising, like, he's African and then he's got this whole British accent when he's interviewed and then... No, but when, he's in, when he's in a movie, he's, like, straight-up American. Yeah. No, um, I, I agree. Homeboy, I think I think why we're just happy is because this black representation, man. Yeah, no. I was rooting for everybody black. In the words <laughs> of Mr. Ray, I was rooting for everybody black. I mean, like, you white people are cool, too. Yeah. It just, you know, representation matters. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and I, he deserved it. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I'm sure he deserved it. Yeah. Before we get ahead of ourselves, we're going to take a quick intermission with a song. Yeah, and then we'll get back to our next topic. Yep. This is Informante Radio. Live and in stereo. You are listening to Namibia's best radio station. Namibia's best radio station. Informante Radio. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. To it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> <laughs> you know you like that. <laughs> Ooh, copyright. <laughs> no, but it was off key. <laughs> oh, okay, true. <laughs> if it's off key, it doesn't count. So we have a segment on our show where we go out to events and we check out the vibe, literally. We are the, we bring <laughs> the vibe too sometimes because some yeah. of these events need the vibe. <laughs> Free your mind. <laughs> Q, don't end this <laughs> sh- You shall not blast my home. Anyway, so um, over the weekend, I had the opportunity to actually facilitate a paint and wine night in Kitman's Whoop. Where's Kitman's Whoop? Show me. At the Lestrade Lofter. Okay, I think we need to be kind of a little bit politically correct, but also, you know, <gasps> wrong generation. Yeah, so the event was actually brilliant, hey? Um, So it was the first of its kind in Kidman's Whoop. It was hosted by Elizabeth Joseph, um, a close friend of mine who invited me to facilitate. And it was received so well. People were very happy. You could see that people were open. They were open to something new. And it was just brilliant. And the fact that people could express themselves and... As a facilitator, I think the the best part of my job was helping people understand that you cannot come to a painting wine night and try to be perfect. Messed it up. I don't know what we're allowed to but say. Like, but like, yeah. when you facilitating, what exactly is it that you're doing? Basically, what what I do is I I guide you. So normally at a painting wine night, they don't give you all the colors. They give you the three primary colors, which is your red, your yellow, and your blue. All right. And you use those colors and you mix them up. So blue and yellow make green. You know. Ready. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I guide that, and then I also guide people with just to clear their minds, just to kind of process it, and then be like, you know what? If you want to add on to this, you can add on to this, or you can let's restart, let's cover it up, and then like restart if you're not happy with it. But most of it, most of it is just me standing there telling people, oh, you're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> Were they doing amazing, sweetie? <laughs> they might listen to this podcast or the show. So be so honest no. and say yes. <laughs> they were doing 
Yeah, <laughs> they were doing something. <laughs> no, they were doing they were doing really good. Actually, I was surprised because there was just one guy that like homeboy halfway through. He's like, look, I don't care what you're saying. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but there, um, so it was attended by about twelve people, ten to twelve people. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, it was it was a trial run for the for the the organizer, and she said it was a success for her. Afterwards, we were still mingling, networking. Um, it was actually brilliant because I got to talk to a lot of creatives, and you would think that like, oh, it's Thailand, that was mental and drunk and stupid. But it's actually creatives. I know it sounds so ignorant right now, but no. It, in all jokes aside, you no, know, it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant initiative. You could see that people that side are. They're just like us. Like, I don't. Uh, we should stop discriminating. But I just, I should just say, there was one moment where some girl decided I'm gonna <laughs> use this wine <laughs> and add an olive to it for aesthetics, and I was like, it's a ghetto martini. the ghetto, it's a ghetto martini, you. <laughs> Ooh, the ghetto. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, no, this trumps everything. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, it was, it was really, it was pleasant. I'm not gonna lie, it was really nice. Yeah. So when the next one happens, we'll plug you guys, man. We'll let you know. Definitely. And if there is one happening and you're listening to this, feel free to invite us. We'd love to come. I will partake in the swallowing of liquids. <laughs> the painting is... I don't know so much about that. This is Informante Radio. Live and in stereo. Follow me at Joe <laughs> I am looking for my Instagram followers to increase. My my Twitter followers at this weird spike over the past few months. It's steady now. What? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I am Dennis25. Guys, I've been at a steady 580-something followers for the past two years. Guys, come on, just push me up to 600. That was weird. <laughs> For Monte Radio. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. To it. Follow me at Joe I am looking for my Instagram followers to increase. My my Twitter followers at this weird spike over the past few months. It's steady now. What? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I am Dennis25. Guys, I've been at a steady 580-something followers for the past two years. Guys, come on. Just push me up to 600. That was weird. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. So in the studio today we have uh, Ms. Sozi, 
and she's here to represent the Slut Shame Walk organization. Okay, uh, thank you, Jalago. Um, my name is Sozi Mwazi, as he said. Um, I am the founder and director of the Slut Shame Movement, and the Slut Shame Movement started in 2019, but we came together in 2018, um, towards the end of the year, um, because basically I was tired of opening the newspapers every day and reading about women and girls being killed and murdered, especially with the undertoning victim blaming that the newspapers and society would have when they would comment on these stories. So I decided um, I wanted to have a slut shame walk, which is similar to the slut walk, which is uh, which happens all around the world. And it started in Canada 2011, when um, the police basically told the woman that the way they dress means yes. So they decided to protest that with the slut walk. And then from there, um, caught fire. And there are so many slut walks all around the world. The most famous one is Amber Rose's slut walk, which takes place in LA. So um, I decided to add the word shame to ours to focus on the victim blaming and to say that uh, we want to end victim blaming and to highlight the victim blaming culture in Namibia and to say it's done and we want to challenge that mindset. So we basically wear our protest attire which is come just as you are, less is more and uh, we walk down Independence Avenue with chants, protests, prote- uh, posters and basically it's just a place where we come together um, to celebrate uh, survivors of sexual assault to show support, uh, protection, to show that we believe them, and also just to say uh, no to sexual gender-based violence and um, no to rape culture as a whole. Great. Um, so you guys have the walk every April, am I correct? Yes, it's every April, because April is um, the sexual uh, sexual assault awareness month. Um, so yeah, we have it the first Saturday of every, every April. We didn't have one last year due to Corona, mm-hmm. and this year we actually managed to have a workshop afterwards, um, because we got some support from other NGOs such as um, Young Feminist Trust and Namibia Diverse uh, Women's Association which helped us with some funds and some coaching so we were able to put together a nice workshop where people would come together unlearn, relearn um, unpack, share their stories, take their power back uh, network with other feminist allies and also just to create a safe space for people to be free because it was so important to have a space where young girls can be free and um, they can do whatever they want and they don't feel judged and uh, we got to achieve that with this workshop and um, yeah it was quite uh, an amazing event this year nice. what are some of the activities that you guys actually did in the workshop yeah take us like walk us through the day yeah. um, so okay so basically okay, to walk you through the day uh, we started with the protest at nine. 9-10 and then we ended around 11 at the Bank Theatre School um, we also had inside the workshop we had um, speakers such as Calvin Fries to talk to us about how to dismantle patriarchy, how to use the law to dismantle patriarchy we had Linda Bauman speak about gender identity and we had Florence Casas who took us through um, the healing um, spaces and where we where we come from, where we're going to and how to get there, yeah it ended around 3 o'clock and yeah it was a full day indeed it was a few weeks ago, right? So, um, have you had any feedback? Uh, most people said they felt like they were part of something, which was um, quite profound for me because I think it's important to feel like you're part of something. And um, I got a lot of people said they also got to um, unlearn and relearn a lot of things during the workshop, stuff they didn't know about sexual harassment and also experiencing um, survivors share their stories as well during the workshop. It was an eye-opener for a lot of people. So, um, those are definitely um, parts that stood out and of course, um, a lot of people love the protesting. I think it's important to spark a fire in people and know that they can do something and they can be part of a change they want to see. 
do you guys have like haters that show up at 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 at, at like these events with that you guys host um like, with posters saying no. like no put your clothes back <laughs> no, on or we didn't have any haters <laughs> you anticipate yeah we definitely anticipated haters or previous named and shame coming so we definitely had security throughout the walk um and the workshop thankfully we didn't have anything or anything to that extent but um yes we definitely have haters as a whole as i mean anything that upsets the patriarchy will make patriarchs upset so what are some of the things that they actually say to you guys though um uh, they say they call us slay queens okay but i don't hate the term slay queen because um i think it's a positive term but you know um namavian men took that term and they made it a negative term because we are uplifting each other and we like this term too much they decided to say a slay queen is a woman who looks good but she's dumb she has nothing to her name she's a gold digger you know those type of things so um yeah they call us attention whores as well um women who just want to have sex which is true we do want to just have sex i mean we sex should be for all i mean there are the three aspects of sexual health is sexual health sexual pleasure and sexual right but besides that they're trying to reduce the cost to just women who want to have sex which is what we want but it's also to fight rape culture it's also yeah. to end sgbv and i believe sexual liberation is very important in the fight against sexual violence it's an important tool and that's why we use songs such as cardi b and megan the stallion who uplift women who, who teach women to own their body and their sexuality because you know in namibia in africa uh, one in four women can't say no to sex um yeah these are type of the things that were said to us and um yeah it's just people are saying we're wasting time we're just here to twerk we just want to show our bums and what's wrong with that and exactly you know what it's really i keep saying what's wrong with all these comments yeah. you know so i wasn't really affected by them because i'm like yes what's wrong with that okay. so what like exactly so because yeah. i believe we should all we should all um if the sex workers aren't free we all can't be free you know if the slats aren't free and we are all slats because we've experienced that shaming every single at some point in our lives we've all yeah. experienced that shaming and i mean we even have the first lady of namibia who last i mean in march yes in march women's month where she spoke about the slut shaming she endures from the misogynists and just the general comments um from people so if the first lady of namibia can experience slut shaming and she holds one of the highest power as a woman in this country then you know it just shows that we are all slats because even at the age of four you can be you're at your house and your mom says no close your legs or you change your uncle is coming that's already a form of slat shaming because yeah. you're putting the responsibility on the small girl so it just shows from the age of four it can even be four you can be 40 you can be the first lady of namibia you can be a sex worker you can be a degree holder you can be you can not but at the end of the day misogynists will always slat shame us yes okay um speaking of the first lady mm-hmm. um I, you mentioned a few sponsors of the previous sluts um, shame walk mm-hmm. what other organizations have assisted you guys so far um, we've had so many um, different small NGOs support us throughout um, but the most the one the most that are outstanding would be um, young feminists and I'm a very diverse woman especially with this yeah great um, yeah so um, what what future projects or before your next slut shame walk what other projects are you guys planning okay so we're definitely we're currently working on a sex workshop um that right now that we're gonna hopefully have either in june or early july and it will basically be foca- focusing on sex positivity sexual reproduction health um just to teach women girls boys about their bodies as well and um we are going to be collaborating with other NGOs as well um, just to see, just to make it a bigger event to get more sponsors as well. And uh, we will have an upliftment 
um, workshop as well towards the end of the year, which is called the Hot Girl Summer, which is a safe space for women and queer people to come and to reflect on the year that they've been uh, been through and to just see where we can improve ourselves, to see what we can do to better ourselves. And we also have the Hot Girl Summer Party, which is a feminist socialize, socializing um, event just to close off the whole year. But in between, we'll be having um, clubhouse chats, um, IG lives, which is called the No Shame Zone, which is a place where we just come. We, we have different speakers and uh, we talk about different topics. For example, um, on Monday, we spoke to Mona Altaway, who wrote the book Seven Necessary Sins for Women and Girls. And uh, we also quoted that book at the walk. And uh, we basically spoke about patriarchy, the patriarchy. Sorry, my language. I don't <laughs> So we basically spoke about the patriarchy and we spoke about her book. Um, so it's a must read book. It's a it's an amazing book. Um, I read it last year, but it's not yet out in Namibia. And uh, we'll have our next um, live next month as well. And also our first clubhouse next month as well. So yeah, we'll just be busy on social media and having mini workshops. And that's basically what we'll be doing. How does one get involved with you guys' movement? Like in terms of volunteering or sponsoring and stuff like that? So basically, if you can, uh, you can just reach us on any social media platform. We're on Facebook now as well. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you can just reach out to us via DM because we used to have a, a bank account, but because they were, we couldn't maintain the account closed, unfortunately. But we're looking for other means to have a bank, um, some, some form of an account that can stay open if people aren't donating all the time, you know. But yeah, people donate to us. They just DM us and say, okay, where can I donate to? and then uh, we tell them how we use their money so it's always it's very transparent and um, with volunteering we usually announce if we need volunteers and um, people just also automatically just say oh if you need for the next event um, I, I would like to assist so then we just use from those people because we are a rotating um, volunteer based NGO because okay. we want everyone to feel like they are part of something so for every event we get different people to help out organize the event mm. and that also helps you teach um, teach volunteers and people who want to become feminists or break into that culture how to uh, work with things the different people to meet and yeah can you guys also be reached via dm um, if there's anybody that's trying to reach out like an, a survivor or yes yeah. yes that's yeah because um we also have um usually it's instagram and twitter most of it but uh, we provide a referral for survivors so if you need assistance if you need um help where to get um, a lawyer or you need assist psychological assistance we help with that so basically if you need any help because we've had even men and women um come and uh, seek advice for example we had a boy who's speaking about his friend who sleeps with underage girls or rapes underage girls and he didn't mm -hmm. know how to handle that so we had to explain to him and like teach him and walk him through it and we've had people who DM us when they've been experienced slut shaming and they feel bad so it's it's just a lot of things and it's just mostly an intersectional feminist space and you can DM us for literally anything and there's always someone to help there's always someone to reply and you'll always get a response regarding the the name in shame yes. right for the people who don't understand the concept can you explain it and what what purpose it has okay yeah so basically um, naming and shaming is about speaking out um, we've seen how the justice system continuously fails um, survivors and victims of sexual assault so basically with naming and shaming we are naming the shame of the perpetrator we're placing the shame on the perpetrator and it's also a way for people to be aware because in Namibia we don't have a sexual assault registry so or sexual offenders registry so we need to be aware of who to avoid who to um, 
protect each other from, who to warn each other against. And the naming and shaming provides that space for people to um, warn each other, protect each other. And it's important because the justice system continuously fails us and we need to create a space that protects um, and believes survivors, a space that shows we believe you will always have your side. And it's important for us to speak out because um, remaining silent um, is killing us slowly, you know? And a lot of people think it's not happening to other people. A lot of people think it's just them alone. And it's important to know you are not alone. It's not you alone and you don't have to be alone. And um, with the naming and shaming as well, it's it's, it's to take your your power back. It's to say, I am not scared of you. It's to say that Yes, this happened to me, but I I am taking my power back. I'm here to warn other girls. I am not afraid of you. I want justice because I believe this is how we had the Yanmo teacher having to rape little boys from the from 1997 to 2021 because there's a lack of information. There's the lack of naming and shaming yeah. perpetrators. We don't know. We're always just told it's someone, and the way they make it seem a rapist is someone who's a creep in the bush, but that's not the case, you know. Especially in Namibia, for example, we have 46 percent of our uh, report cases are from people that they know you know yeah. it's yeah. from people they know personally people they have relationships with so it's important for us to take that off and people always like to say oh rapists are animals rapists but it's important to show that rapists are everyday people rapists yeah. are people that are around us yeah. rapists have the support of their families as well rapists are fathers rapists are uncles rapists are brothers rapists are mothers you know it's important to highlight that it's not the scary man in the bush only yeah. it's more than that it's the average man you know what I mean so um, naming and shaming definitely highlights that as well do you think that um, moving forward mm. that people who know that someone is a perpetrator or has done something sexually deviant to someone, do you think a person who keeps quiet about that, do you think they should also be charged criminally? I definitely think it definitely plays a role. You are an accomplice to some degree because you know, but you chose to remain silent. And we all know silence is the side of the oppressor. Yeah. So for me, I can give you an example with, um, he's my favorite example, it's Tupac, because people love Tupac. Yeah. And they don't know why he was in jail, but he was in jail because of rape, you know? And um, he was in the room when his entourage raped a girl, but he himself didn't rape the girl, but his entourage was there. And he left the room eventually. And so when she reported the crime, she reported everyone. And the police said, no, you're just as guilty because you you were quiet, you knew about it, you didn't do anything about it. So it's important to see that um, silence is not the savior you think it is. Silence does not protect you. Silence protects the perpetrator. And we need to completely cut that out. I like to say that silence is the best friend of rape culture. Yeah. So we, we need to end that friend. <laughs> the whole organization has a very um, 18 plus, um, how do I say, theme to it. Not not mm-hmm. necessarily um, derogatory, but mm-hmm. just that it... Um, do you guys have a lot of outcry from teenagers? Yes, definitely. And I wouldn't say we're 18 plus. I'd say we're even 16 because okay. we reach quite um, a lot of high school kids who are okay. 16 and up. I would say our age range is 16 to 30, 25. Because there are some women that are older, but like 16 to 25 is the majority. Mm-hmm. And um, it's mostly women and young girls. And yeah, that is definitely our demographic. And I mean, like I said, sexual, you can be sexually assaulted at any age. Yeah. So that's why I don't like to put an age restriction to slut shame uh, movements, events, um, because it should be open for all. You yeah. know, if you want to, like, for example, the walk. I remember in 2019, the police were like, uh, we don't want kids at the walk. But I was like, a child can also be sexually assaulted. Yeah. What do you mean? You know, so and then they let us through with that. But um, yeah, it's just important to talk to everyone. We like to reach all um, sectors, all sexes, all genders.
in your opinion, how how do you th- what do you think would be the best way to tackle the socialization mm. that we've gone through as a society, where men do think that they are more dominant or more superior to women, so they can get away with these things? How do you think we can break um, it apart? Yeah, so it starts with really like you know challenging the the the, the things you hear, the conversation. It starts with jokes, you know, because jokes can also be quite violent. Mm-hmm. So it's important when you are around family and friends, and inappropriate things are being said, you challenge that, yeah. you know. Yeah. You have to start with challenging that. You have to challenge what you've been taught. You have to challenge all the traditions. You have to challenge all the culture values. It's important to say, mm, but is this right? Is this like, you know, Olofuko, for example? Is that really, yeah. um, you know, um, right as a cultural norm? Or Shiramwes? You know, we need to challenge these type of things and ask, is this right? Because it's been there for a long time. But just because it's been there for a long time doesn't mean it's doesn't right. Make it right. Mm. Yeah. I think that's all from my side. Okay. Do you have any last words you want to say or just a shout out or something? Yeah. Um, I'd just like to say we're all sluts and um, <laughs> be proud sluts. There's nothing wrong with being a slut. A slut is whatever you want to be. It's whoever you want to be, however you want to be and to express yourself. And I know activism can be tiring sometimes, challenging. I get tired. I get exhausted as well. But it's important to rest. It's important to have a support system. It's yes. important to take a break but never give up. To always get back on the horse. To keep the feminist fire burning. And to say the patriarchy every single time so in this fight it starts with a grain of salt before it becomes a heap of salt yeah. so don't lose hope um, keep on fighting and yeah we're in this together and know you're not alone thank you so much Sozi for joining us thank you for having me I really enjoyed it <laughs> this is Informante Radio To Namibia's best radio station, Informante Radio. Radio. This is Informante Radio. Live and in stereo. Welcome back to the content, everybody. Today we have Waters. I don't know if you want to be called Harry. Yeah, no. My name is Waters. Uh, I am an R&B artist and up and coming. You know, I've, I've been doing it for a while now, and yeah, I mean, I don't know if you, if you want to get to know me more, uh, check out my Instagram, my, my Twitter, uh, it's both I am Waters, so yeah, I just, I'm that guy. Oh, plug yourself in. From <laughs> 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 Jump Street, he's like... Might as well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay, cool. So, um, how I got to know Waters was we did Song Night together. Yeah. Not together, together, but like... We same were set. in the same set, yeah. That was mad, because I didn't know you sing. And then when you did, it was like, wow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, you know, they say the side, no, okay, this is not about me. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, tell us about your journey, man. So I met you at Song Night, but yeah. what happened before that and what has happened after that? I mean, before that, I 
had no idea I could sing. Trust me, I really didn't. Because Song Night was the first time I actually sang in front of people, like oh. ever. Ooh. I was still in high school at the time, and a homie of mine called me up. And he's like, yo, they want you for Song Night. And I was like, oh, dope, cool. Uh, what song am I going to sing? It's like, just sing Magic. And I sang, I sang Magic that night. Right after that is when I actually like started to like, you know, venture into like singing and exploring more with my vocals. And after Song Night, I was in Quanta Choir for a year and I learned a lot about my vocals and like my range and everything. And just getting to know myself vocally. So that was dope. Great. So you have an EP out. Yeah, I have an EP out called Two Sides. It came out a few days after Valentine's Day. It was supposed to come out Valentine's Day, but it didn't, which sucked, but it's dope. Two Sides is your first project of here. Have you had any other singles before that? I had a, I have, I have a, sing, I had a single before that. It came out last year in August uh, called Notice. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, besides your EP, what else have you been doing um, mu mu musically? Musically, I've also been working on a project called Grey, like the color grey. Okay. Yeah, it's coming out. That's coming out in June, in July, July the twenty third. Okay. Yeah, Jordan, twenty uh, third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what I've been working on lately. That's what I've been doing. So it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty great. It's awesome. But like inspiration wise, like where do you draw your inspiration for your lyrics and your music? I've been working on that, you know, um, lyrically I've been I've been teaching myself how to be true to myself, like just writing about how I feel and what I've been going through and whatnot instead of like getting inspiration from other artists. So um, of course I go to other artists but I, I draw, I get their energy, I try to take their energy and like put it in, you know, in my work. And my emotion just just brings out the lyrics on its own, so that's basically where I get my inspiration from. Who inspired the lady from the South Side? Whoa! <laughs> let, me, let me let me let me make this clear though. We're gonna play that song anyway. I have my <laughs> way with lady, it. Lady that song from, is playing this yeah. episode. Okay, cool, dope. <laughs> lady from the South Side is not about a girl from Kietmans. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's not a girl from Kietmans. Okay, she from like, Rebos, the, <laughs> No, it's just it's just about every woman in Southern Africa. That's it. Okay. You know, it's just about a woman from Southern Africa. But so. you also can't like do that to women from the south anyway. Oh Be it Kidman's whip or Luther's or whatever. Like there's a there's like a there's a stereotype attached yeah, to them. So it's actually quite true because like when it I was when I, when I was writing it in the studio, like they were asking us like K Boss was asking me like, yo, where did the lady from the south side come from? He was just busy making the beat and everything. And I'm just there like lady from the south side and whatnot. And he's like, lady from wow, bro, why? But why south side? It's like I don't know, but you know. Most of those women listen to I'm a piano in the house, you know, they're gonna listen to some, some kids singing slow. And I was like, watch. watch. So it was, my lady from the south side came from like just me loving women from the south, which is Namibian women, so African women, women from Botswana. Not all at the same time, right? Yeah, not all at the same time. No, of course not. Um, yeah, so um, mentioning cables, how has your um, production um, process been? Then, like, I know there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of logistics, finances, and all yeah. that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Um, production was amazing. Uh, working with 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 K-Boss was like, I think one of the best things that I have like you know ever done. Because like when I came, whenever I come across like producers and whatnot, I don't really feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. With him, it's like he knows exactly what I want, and he we learn from each other and that's very important and also um he just likes to to you know experiment on different sounds he doesn't like to everybody knows k-boss for like the best afro pop 
yeah. in Namibia and whatnot, probably even in Africa. One of so it's it's for him. It's it was it was also dope, you know, for you know working with with with, with young artists no. like me and just getting to know like different sounds. Because also now, if you like, if you had, if I had to play you, which I'm not, if I had to play you um, uh, music from the new project, you'll hear that Kibos is actually reaching like he's really reaching into like different sounds so mm -hmm. production wise with him top 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 shelf okay so, so are you like exclusively signed to k-boss no i'm not signed at all to anybody i mean i think i want to keep it that way i want to he's a free agent guys <laughs> uh, uh, but don't get your hopes up my friend <laughs> you know so um, yeah. Speaking of switching up, yeah. um, how did feelings happen? Your feelings of lioness. Oh my days. Okay, cool. Um, feelings of lioness was was the biggest push of my life. Because before that, I didn't do music that well. I mean, I did work with lioness before that. We had, we worked on a song called called Good Living on her Pride of Silk mm -hmm. on her first day on her debut album, which was which was really 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 dope. When we did that song, Good Living, we weren't in the same room. Um, we were in separate stu studios, mm. right? And for feelings, we were in the same room. And that's when I got the biggest push in my life from Lioness. She really saw or heard something in my voice that I couldn't hear. So she pushed me to that point where like, I, sound, I started to sound like people I always like admired. Mm -hmm. Like I started, I started to sound like me in a way, you know? You know, I also started to sound like, like uh, just people I love, man, like John Legend and, and, and stuff like that. But the lyrics, she was like, listen, I'm not going to help you with lyrics. Mm -hmm. You need to push yourself and tell yourself like, yo, you're going to say this, you're going to say it like this. And then she showed me this video of Ariana Grande, how she's like the baddest girl in the game. Like she's so good. Her vocals are like crazy. Best vocals in the game right now. She showed me that and that changed my life instantly. Do people recognize you out in the streets yeah, now? Yeah, they do. Now they do. It's so it's so crazy. Like it's not crazy. Like oh yeah, it's it's water. Like, yeah, not like that. But more like, aren't you that guy? Which guy? Bunnies, man. Bunnies. What does? Because bunnies. <laughs> like, slang for water. And I'm like Speaking. bunnies. <laughs> Guys, and get serious. Yeah, waters. Speaking of. Yeah. How did you get? How did name? you get to that <laughs> layer? Oh okay, cool. Uh, so there was a point in my life where like I felt stuck, right? Okay. And I felt like I was I was I was going back and forth, and, like I wasn't really progressing in my life. So I came up with the name Waters, and I envisioned a river, and then this river is obviously like rocks and boulders and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, the river is your life. The way it flows is how you live your life. The rocks and boulders are like the obstacles and whatnot you go through. So what the water does, it it, it, it goes around the the, the boulders. It, corrodes through it mm -hmm. it does all these things but regardless it goes through all the obstacles regardless if it's like positive or negative mm -hmm. if it's good or bad so basically the whole thing the conclusion is like you need to feel the feels you need to go through what you need to go through to become the person you want to become and in the journey you're always going to be a different version of yourself so you can't always be the river yeah. yeah you'll always find the ocean regardless so that's how like i came up with that and then in the, like in the journey of it i kind of like started to start you know singing and i used that as my stage name and it was like it made more sense because this is who i am and like let me just connect that with what i love which is music so. cool so i guess uh, for, for me i don't have any more questions <clears throat> i don't know janice you have any more questions i think you touched it all no cool. 
So, cool. do you have any last words? Any uh, message? Any um, like? And, I mean, oh yeah. I mean, um, you can catch me on Instagram. I am Waters, and Twitter is also I am Waters. My YouTube, um, my music is on all platforms as well. So you can catch me on everything. Um, yeah, Devs. Great. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. No, it's What? a pleasure, um, man. This was fun. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's a wrap. That's yeah. a wrap. This is this is Informante Informante Radio.
listening to Namibia's best radio station. Namibia's best radio station for Monte Radio. All the time. I listen all day, every day. I don't know. I'm just addicted to it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for you this week. That was the content for you with our very interesting host, Janice, and myself, Shalako. We hope you enjoyed the show. You will catch us once a week here on Informante Radio. Um, keep it fun. Yeah, what we'll do is while the show is running, you can find you can find a promotional poster of us on our Informante Radio news um, Informante Radio Instagram or Facebook page, and you can pop us a comment there as well if it's easier for you. Yeah, um, and you can reach out to us there as well with regards to events and stuff. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. It's a wrap. That's a wrap. The views and opinions expressed on the radio program by the guests, advertisers, news bulletins, call-in listeners or chatters are solely the views and opinions of the source who express them. They do not necessarily reflect the opinions and the views of Trusco Group International, the broadcast regulators in Namibia, or that of the Informante radio station. This is Informante Radio, the sound for a new age. Follow me at Joseo. <laughs> I am looking for my Instagram followers to increase. My my Twitter followers at this weird spike over the past few months. It's steady now. What? Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I am Dennis25. Guys, I've been at a steady 580 something followers for the past two years. Guys, come on, just push me up to 600. That was weird. <laughs> you are listening to Informante Radio, the home of the best music variety.